it really is just about you trusting in something and you also fully believing in the power of it. Sarah Marie Thompson here from Wild and Creative. Welcome to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here because we are going to be diving into fun ways to increase your personal power and everyday magic on every single episode. But just to give you a little bit of insight as to how you can actually make your days on the day-to-day that much more magical, that much more meaningful, full of purpose, full of intention, all that all that good stuff, right? So if you are somebody who calls yourself spiritual or maybe magical or creative or what have you, I personally actually see all of those things as kind of the same. It's kind of like a an essence that somebody has, right? So it's a poetry within their soul that, that really encompasses all of those things. And so I've always felt that I've had that, as many of you probably do as well. The really cool thing about owning that magic and owning that spirituality and owning that creativity and owning that essence, if you will, is that you're essentially you're essentially saying to the universe that you are a conscious creator, that you are a magical creator, right? And so I always find it interesting when people say to me, oh, I'm not creative or my life's not very magical or what have you, right? Because really all it is is owning it. So a few ways that you can actually make your existence that much more magical and that and feel that much more on purpose on the day-to-day is to actually set intentions into everything. Now, I've talked about this a little bit more about setting programs all over your house, but you can actually do this and it's really, really fun. So I'll give it a couple examples and you guys can maybe actually start doing this today as um, for, you know, even the new month in, in, in March coming up in a couple days here. So um, here's the thing. You can actually set intentions into every single thing in your house. And what that means is that you are basically setting a new standard for your mind to, to think about something. So for example, a pen, super, super simple tool, right? You use it every day. A lot of people have a, have a favorite pen that they use, right? It writes well, maybe they got it from somewhere, maybe it's pink, purple, blue, I don't know, it doesn't matter. But for example, this pen can be a perfect program. So normally we pick up a pen and just be like, well, it's a cool writing tool. But what we can do now is actually reprogram the pen to help our subconscious mind think that it's for another reason. So a program might be, every time I use this specific pen, I am that much more aligned with my message and that much more intelligent, right? And I come up with the ultimate best ideas for programs, offerings, all that kind of stuff, yada, 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 right? But the thing is, unless we're thinking that over and over and over and over and over again, at least 30 times, it's probably not going to rewrite within our subconscious mind, right? So for for you, for the way to change like, a normal pen into a special program like we've just kind of created there, it's important for you to put... I'm going to say like a post-it or something like that on your pen or at least maybe by your computer or somewhere where you use this pen. This might sound really funny to you guys, but it's it's actually extremely accurate, okay? When you are little, we are taught that if you don't tie your shoelaces, you're going to fall, right? Like how many times were you taught that, right? Um, that it's just a safety thing. You untie your shoelaces or else, you know, something possibly negative might happen, right? And so that's what we think. Um, Instead of maybe your parents saying to you, every single time you tie your shoelaces, you're becoming that much more abundant, 
right? Like how much, how, how would that have changed your life, right? That probably would have changed your life significantly. You'd been like wanting shoes all the time that tie up instead of slip-ons, right? So again, all these little tiny things that we can do, but we need to remind ourselves at least 30 times. You need to tell your mind, your subconscious mind, rewrite at least 30 times, um, and then you can actually get rid of that post-it. Because now, every time you write with that same pen, your mind's going to remember, your mind's going to know. So another way that you can actually do these programs within your home is turning a doorknob. Um, maybe possibly when you walk through a certain doorway. Um, maybe when you drink a glass of water, go in the shower. Um, when you walk outside of your door, it doesn't matter. You can actually create a program for anything that will completely rewrite your subconscious mind. So the benefits of this are huge because, you know, you're essentially taking day-to-day -day actions and you're actually making them that much more magical and that much more intention-filled. So, again, every time I walk through a certain doorway and I turn a doorknob, because I had to post it there for so long and I remember and my, my brain has now rewritten this program for me in my subconscious, every time I walk through that door and turn that doorknob, I become that much more abundant. Okay, so that's what my subconscious mind is telling myself now, and I don't have to, to have that post there anymore, so I've created that program. So now, in little tiny increments, every single time I walk through that door and turn that doorknob, that's what my mind is thinking. And of course, because our subconscious mind is essentially in charge, which is extremely annoying, it's like a deep, dark ocean, we have no idea what's back there, right? We have no idea what the belief fish are that are that are um, swimming around in there. Um, it's important for us to do these programs for ourselves because it actually does bring more control into our lives, right, with our conscious. So when you're writing these programs and rewriting these um, different kind of intention-setting tools around your house and different things like that, you at least bring more control back into your life and more control of the thoughts that you're thinking, which is really, really important. Um, another way for you to, you know, live a more magical life every single day is for the intention setting process to not only stay in your house but also go outside and you guys hear me talk about this all the time I know I sound like a broken record but our connection to the outside world is extremely important it's extremely important and it's extremely um, beneficial for us to live that much more of a connected life so of course you're thinking yeah okay well we go outside it makes us feel good and all that kind of thing well there actually is a term called biophilia it's a scientific thing right and it actually does rep, uh, mean that you know when we have that direct connection to you know our feet on the ground outside or when we're hearing the birds chirp and we're breathing that oxygen in you know maybe like a forest or something like that it actually does make us feel better we actually do feel that much more in control of our life feel better better and have a sense of well-being. So that is called biophilia. That's a real thing. So, I mean, that's more of a, um, a physical connection to the outside world. But again, you know, I always believe that every single thing that I do um, has magic behind it because I have chosen it that way. So when I have a garden outside in the summer, I'm hoping that summer is going to come soon so I can go outside again with my with my garden, but everyone always asks me, why do your flowers like grow so big? Like, what are you doing? Put a miracle grow on them? I was like, nope. I talk to my flowers. I talk to my garden, right? So again, it's really all about you having that that connection, right? I'm um, seeing things as energy, not just this or that, not just like black or white, right? Seeing things as energy. I see my garden as a growing masterpiece. That's how I that's how I see my garden. I see my home as as a masterpiece. I see my home as an artistic and um, uh, comforting and um, inspiring and also safe 
haven masterpiece, right? You know, and it really just actually adds in that much more magic to your day to day. But also, it's not just like we're not talking about just a thing, like a thing anymore. It's not just a garden. It's not just a house. It's not just a doorknob. You know what I mean? Like we're we're basically infusing everything in our life with magic, purpose, and intention. And that is, it does take a little bit to get used to, especially if you haven't done anything like this before. But once you get going on it, you will find that it's extremely hard not to infuse things with intention and magic and you know whatever you want, right? It's a really big piece of the pie because it changes you from living a black and white day to day to um, an extremely magical rainbow filled day um, and you are going to find that you are bringing into your life so much more so many more experiences that are so fulfilling for you and also I'm um, very in alignment with the things that you want to create and, and who you want to be right so I really do want you all to especially as spring is coming you know in the northern hemisphere especially as spring is coming it's really really important that we embrace all this natural amazing growth and and, and magic if you will because you know if we don't it kind of reminds me of a time like when I didn't do things like that and it's, it's strange because I remember growing up as a small child and I like I did things like that but like without the knowing of what I was doing and I lived a very magical childhood then you know probably you know I'm gonna say late teens and stuff like that I stopped doing that kind of thing and if I look back now it's just like no wonder my life was a bit more gray right like I, I'm I'm fully taking responsibility for that but I'm also fully saying that you know now I'm not living that way whatsoever because I know how 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 better it is to to really infuse your life with all of the things that you've ever dreamed of or or you know the magic and the essence of great things um your creativity really is like your magic and so you know you being creative about how you see things is creativity as well so you know you don't have to be a painter or a sculptor or anything like that to do these kind of things um, this really is you taking the mental manifesting aspect of creation and putting it to work right there is the 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 physical um, artistic creation or element of creation right and then there's the mental manifesting aspect of creation and when you can really marry the two together that is when the magic happens right so again you know start to see things as this and that not just this or that that's very important um, for your wild soul energy and um, you know you don't have a map in life we don't have a map but the thing is that you are really creating your wild pathway as you go right you're really creating that and it's really important that you also don't just stick to the beaten track right stick to the beaten path it's important that you um, try your own routes because they are going to be more aligned for you, not just like those people that have walked there before, right? So that's really the difference between having a day-to-day -day where it's just like, mm, whatever, or a day that's like, that was amazing today. And what was about that amazing day that made it amazing? I created something. I created my own life. I created my own alignment. I created my own pathway. I created my own journey. You know what I mean? And it wasn't anybody else's. It was mine. And that's also giving you more control into your life, right? And what we know is that, obviously, you've heard me talk about this a thousand times, um, the law of control states we are as happy as we feel in control of our life. So where can you bring more control back into your life? You can start by being intentional. You can start by, you know, setting programs around your house. You can start by, um, you know, maybe like a morning ritual routine or what have you, right? A lot of people do that. 
you know, you can set intentions into your food, right? Into your food. That's huge, right? I had an amazing conversation years ago with somebody that was simply like, you know what? There might be chemicals in this food, but I'm going to set the intention and ask my spirit guides or what have you, whatever they said at the time, um, that they remove all of this and that this is my, the healthiest version of, a, of something that I can eat at this moment. And that really stuck with me because I was like, you know what? Absolutely. You know, you could call yourself a garden witch. You can call yourself a kitchen witch. You can call yourself whatever. And when I say witch, I, I honestly come from like a loving place and it really is just a, a a very kind of you know creative creative manifesting place is nothing negative at all but you know you can do whatever you want in the kitchen right you can tell when things are made with love right um, normally when we get junk from China that arrives at our house you can tell it's not made with love right you can tell when something is made with love and it's made with quality and it's it's you know you can just tell right so why not try to make your own things with love you know why not try to do every single thing that you do on the day-to-day with love that'd be a pretty cool thing right that would be that would change the essence of everything it would change the energy of everything right I'm just looking at some of the things I have around my house right and a lot of people come to my house and they're like why do you have so many like cool little random things and it's as simple as I'm not gonna you know keep anything or bring anything into my house that I don't truly love or have that strong connection with it's as simple as that so therefore everything in my house has like I feel that love connection I have that strong connection with it so all it is is awesome love energy, right? Like that's that's all it is. You, I can go into anybody's house, truly, and I'm not judging them. I can go into anybody's house and tell whether or not they feel, um, you know, they're 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 bringing love into their house. Like when it comes to the way that, not the way that they've designed it. That's not it. It's just more like the energy of the things that they have in their home. Because there could be more love energy and more intention energy in a space where there's like a, a room with just a bed and a nightstand and nothing else. There could be more intention energy in that room than say a room filled with junk and clutter you know what I mean because usually when we are when someone is a little bit more uh, junk and clutter oriented that's when a lot of the energy can get really stuck and stagnant and uh, you know not necessarily beneficial for them but they're thinking to themselves well, I love all these things or like what but do you really right so again um, if it's time for you to do some spring cleaning or purge some things right um, or give some things to goodwill or what have you go through your stuff and just say to yourself do I really love this object if you don't love the object, okay, does it have a real significant meaning for me? I would definitely, you know, get rid of it or donate it. Um, another thing is, you know, for clothing or what have you, if I have I used this in six months? If not, maybe get rid of it, right? Sometimes we don't want to get rid of things because we feel like, um, you know, when we give it to Goodwill or what have you, that they're not going to be appreciated or they're not going to be, you know, when you give someone someone something and you're like, this is really important take care of this and they're like yeah okay whatever you know it kind of is it makes you worry right for whatever reason this is this object might not be going to the right home but it's important for us to know that set the intention that if you're gonna get rid of something right even if you still like it a lot but you don't love it anymore and you don't feel that it's a big part of your home or what have you that it will go to the right person right that's a really really big piece because you know, if we're always concerned about where things are going, we're probably not going to get rid of things that we don't necessarily need or like or, or use anymore. And that's when the whole hoarding bit really starts, right? So, again, you know, it's so important to go through your drawers. It's important to go through your closets, all that kind of stuff, and just make sure that the energy around every space that you're hanging out in and, and where your home is, because your home is your masterpiece, right? It's like, literally like your story. And when our um, when our house looks pretty, but our junk drawers are filled with just crap and things we don't use, um, it's not beneficial for us, right? Every single time we open a drawer and get stuck because it's like just full of crap and junk, that 
pays a toll on our subconscious mind that gives us some kind of stress, right? We close it up again, and although we're not consciously like thinking about it, it's just like another stressful piece on our subconscious that, that reminds us that, you know, that drawer is a negative thing or what have you, right? So it's kind of like the psychology of design or psychology of your environment or what have you, all these things that we're talking about today. But it really is about you feeling good in every single area of your home or your space or your office or your vehicle. I know that for me, sometimes my vehicle can start to get a little bit messy with like coffee cups and, you know, random things I throw in the back and all that. So I have to kind of go out every week and just be like, okay, like, you know, clear it up. And right away, it makes me feel so much better. It makes you feel great. On another note, you know, you really do have the power with your mind to transform the energy of anything so um, I remember you know when I had um, a corporate job I would oft, I would get you know a corporate vehicle right and um, I remember getting a vehicle that was new but it had been used by somebody else and that person didn't have the best vibes and so I went to go get this vehicle and I remember getting in the vehicle and it was just totally dirty and gross and nasty and it felt weird and um, I had to go on a three-hour drive back home and I remember that whole three-hour drive I was setting the intention that I was literally starting from my heart and pushing out that person's energy all the way past the car you know what I mean and I just continuously had that feeling and uh, kept that intention and the whole and the whole way home um, I continued that and when I got you know home or what have you the next couple days one of my friends was like oh this car feels good like feels clean it feels awesome it feels good vibes I was like yeah well it took me a moment you know to get to get that other person's bad vibes out right so again this could be like a rental house this could be um, anything right because energy attaches to physical objects not just people, not just what have you, right? Um, I've always been a huge um, advocate for painting rooms. And it's not just about painting rooms because of the color and the way it makes you feel. It's about resetting the person's energy that was in there first, whether you buy a home or rent a home or what have you. Um, all conversations get caught on the walls. All feelings and emotions get caught on the walls. That's why usually, you know, you go into a house of somebody that is, you know, kind and maybe the, the couple gets along well and all that kind of thing. You know, you can tell, right? Because it has that feeling. You go into someone's house where you know that the tension is high. Maybe they fight a lot. Maybe there's um, a lot of drinking involved, what have you. And you can feel it on the walls. I don't know if a lot of you can do that. I can definitely do that. Um, and it's not something that, I mean, I think it's something that I've always been able to do. I didn't know how to, like, maybe figure it out before. But we're all very empathic people. You know, you hear about the term, I'm an empath, I'm an empath. But realistically, everybody is an empath. Everybody has those abilities to tune into that. Um, it's just about, again, you setting the intention and allowing yourself to to feel those things, right? Because being an empath is not a negative thing. We hear it um, a lot of times where it's like, oh, I can't go anywhere because I'm an empath. Well, realistically, there are a lot of tools and tips and techniques that you can do to help clear your energy, um, you know, block your energy from any negative sources um, and just keep it strong I've always thought that my energy is like a strong fortress I really have and so you know I haven't had a lot of um, experiences where you know I've had a psychic attack if that makes sense right but I know that it does happen for some people um, but again this I was going to be quick, right? It's been 20 minutes already, but I would just love to share with you, you know, the energy of your spaces, right? How it affects you, but what you can also do to, to help clear that up or set those intentions so that it feels good to you always, right? You are in control of your energy and of your space. You're in control of your personal energy. You're also in control of your environmental energy as well as, um, you know, your office, as well as your car, all that kind of stuff, right?
this is a perfect day for you to set these intentions for yourself. And um, you know what? I mean, always be open to setting more and more and more. Uh, I know that as spring happens, I get that much more excited about doing this type of work, right? Because I'm outside more and it's beautiful and all that kind of thing. Whenever I plant a plant in my garden, um, I'm setting an intention of what that plant is going to bring me. Maybe it's going to bring me more creation energy, more love, um, what have you, right? Instead of just planting a plant and it be nothing, right? See how it totally changes the energy and changes the whole intention setting process? It's amazing and it feels so good, right? Um, if you are somebody who brings flowers into your home every week, say, to make yourself feel good, how about this time at the market when you're picking your flowers, you're setting that intention for what those flowers are going to give to you every single week. So instead of just bringing white tulips into your home every week, just putting them in a vase, when you're at the market, say, okay, these white tulips, I intend that these white tulips are going to bring me that much more clarity into my life when it comes to my business. I'm so excited to see what happens. So that just totally changed the whole vibe of everything, right? Now you have these white tulips in your home and every time you see them, you are reminded of that intention you you set and your life is that much more magical, right? So again, there's so many so many different things that you can do, but it's all about you looking at all the things that you're doing, the activities you're doing and the things that you're touching and all that and actually setting intentions with them and making it that much more important and magical than it was before, right? There was a, what, there was a quote I heard once, and, um, this quote I heard once, and I, it was something so simple. It was like, the day I called myself magic or creator of magic was the day that I empowered my life. It was something like that. I always get quotes wrong, but that was the general message. And that really is the truth, right? When you say to yourself, I am this, you're bringing all the power back, right? You're bringing all the power back to you, and you're also setting an intention that you are that, right? So be very careful about what you're saying you are, right? Um, call yourself creative. Call yourself magical. Call yourself, you know, a catch. Call yourself whatever, right? Um, it's so important that you get really, really clear on what you want to call yourself. And even if you don't feel that yet, it's important that you still embody that. Because if you want to become something, Say that you're that and embody it right away, and all of a sudden the universe is going to go start getting to work to making that happen for you. So call yourself rich from now on, okay? Call yourself rich, even if that feels kind of odd or like that's so not true. Um, you know what? I am rich. I'm rich in so many ways. I'm rich financially. I'm rich with love. I'm rich with creativity. I'm rich with abundance. What have you? You can go on forever, right? Um, you might want to say, I am utter health. I am total health, right? And whether that seems fake to you or not, you know what? The universe has already started going to work in making that happen for you, right? See yourself as that rich person. But what does that rich person look like for you? Does that mean like you're on a yacht in France? Or does that mean that you have every single thing that you need in life and you have a bank account that you never have to check and that is always going to support you for the rest of your life, right? Because there's so many versions of what rich is. There's so many versions of what health is. But it really has to be, you know, you have to be very clear on what that is for you. So I would definitely invite you to 
write down or journal, what have you, all the different versions of the things that you want to be and what they actually look like for you. Because your your version of, of I am rich, what that looks like is very different than someone else's, right? And I think that, you know, as a society, the idea of someone that is rich is someone who's driving a fancy car, lives in a big house, you know, has the big things. It's all like big, big, big. It's all about our intention of what things mean for us and, and how we can really, you know, bring that into our life. So, again, when we look at um, our magic and incorporate our, our wild essence and our wild energy into all the things that we do, it not only just makes your life feel that much more on purpose and that much more happier and that much more magical and creative, it really does help you move along on the day-to-day. And that's really the one of the biggest pieces I find as to, you know, adding more magic into your life in that sense. Because sometimes when things are feeling uncontrolled or they're feeling just like willy-nilly and that kind of thing, it's really easy for us to get down and feel overwhelmed and unclear, right? When if you're in charge of your intentions and your mindset and, you know, all the things that are going on in your house and you're in charge that those lavender, that lavender that you planted outside your door is going to bring you luck, right? Instead of just, you know, nothing like it just makes your life that much more fulfilled. I think that's the thing, right? And when our life is so fulfilled, we have everything that we want. Well, until next time, check out wildandcreative.com where you can find me as well as a ton of other fun and creative things for you to take part in. Thanks for listening.